Welcome to Latin Mass Response Tutorial, Part 3. This is Father Fromageau, your guide. So far, we have made it through all of the lines up to the Confitior. By way of review, I am going to now say the English lines. See if you can say the Latin equivalents. After a while, as usual, I too will say the Latin lines. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. I will go in unto the altar of God. Introibo et altare Dei. To God who gives joy to my youth. Ad Deum qui letificat juventutem meam. Judge me, O God, and distinguish my cause from the non-holy nation, from the wicked and deceitful man. Deliver me. Judicame Deus et discerne causa meam de gente non sancta, ab homine iniquo et doloso erue me. For you are, O God, my strength, why have you cast me off, and why do I go sorrowful while the enemy afflicts me? Quia tu es Deus forti mea, quare me repulisti, et quare tristi sincero, dum affligit me inimicus. Send forth your light and your truth. They have conducted and brought me unto your holy hill and into your tabernacles. Emite lutem tuam et veritatem tuam, ipsam et deduxerunt et adduxerunt in montem sanctum tuum et in tabernacula tua. And I will go in unto the altar of God, to God who gives joy to my youth. Et introibo et altari Dei, ad Deum qui letificat juventutem meam. I will give praise to you upon the harp, O God my God. Why are you sad, O my soul, and why do you trouble me? Confitebor tibi incitera, Deus, Deus meus, quare tristis es anima mea, et quare conturbas me. Hope in God, for I will still give praise to him, the salvation of my countenance and my God. Spera in Deo quoniam adhu confitebor ili, salutare vultus mei, et Deus meus. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper, et in secula seculorum. Amen. I will go in unto the altar of God. Introibo ad altare Dei. To God who gives joy to my youth. Ad Deum qui letificat juventutem meam. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Adjutorium nostrum in nomine Domini, who made heaven and earth. Qui feci celum et terram. Now at this point, it will be the priest who says first the confitior. 
This will be followed by the server who will say the miseriatur. And then after the server says the miseriatur, he himself will say the confitior with uh, just a couple of changes since he is now addressing the priest, uh, not the priest addressing the server or servers. So we are going to omit what the priest says and simply concentrate on what the server says, starting first with the miseriatur. So the priest has said his confitior, and the server responds to that with the following, miseriatur tui omnipotens Deus, et dimitsis peccatis tuis, perduta te ad vitam eternam. And this means, may Almighty God have mercy upon you, and your sins, having been forgiven, bring you to eternal life. How do you say Almighty, Omnipotence? How do you say Almighty God, Omnipotence Deus? Now suppose we wanted to replace Almighty God with a proxy noun or pronoun and simply wanted to say, may he have mercy upon you. Let's focus on may he have mercy on. How would we say may he have mercy on in Latin? Miseriatur. Now I want you to appreciate that the English differs from the Latin with respect to the position of the subject in the sentence. In English, the subject, which is God, modified by the adjective Almighty, comes right at the beginning. We have the word may to indicate what kind of verb it is. We are expressing a desire, not simply stating a fact. So we say, may Almighty God, yes, do what? Have mercy upon you. Now, in Latin, the subject is not introduced right away. However, the verb indicates what kind of subject we can expect, namely, a subject which is also in the third person singular, which it is, Deus. So, when we read or say miseriatur tui, that tur tells us it's a third-person singular verb, and we sort of leave open our minds in expectation of some subject coming down the road that will correspond to the third-person singularness of miseriatur. We shouldn't try to think that the subject is contained in miseriatur in such a way that there is no other subject coming up. Rather, think of the verb as implying the subject that will be explicitly stated later on down the sentence. So, how do you say, may he have mercy? Miseriatur. And again, in English, when I say 
he, may he have mercy, he is being used as the subject of that sentence, may he have mercy. Just remember that when we ultimately translate this, we will have to replace he with the actual subject, which is Deus, God, that is, Almighty God, Omnipotens Deus. So, how do you say, May he have mercy upon you? Miseriatur tui. How do you say, May Almighty God have mercy upon you? Miseriatur tui, Omnipotens Deus. Again, how do you say, May Almighty God have mercy upon you? Miseriatur tui, Omnipotens Deus. Now, how do you say, May he lead you? Perducat te. How do you say, Unto eternal life. Ad vitam eternam. How do you say, unto life? Ad vitam. How do you say, unto life eternal? Ad vitam eternam. How do you say, May he lead you unto life eternal. Perducat te ad vitam eternam. How do you say, May Almighty God have mercy on you, and may he lead you unto life eternal. Miseriatur tui omnipotens Deus, Et perducat te ad vitam eternam. So far, we have seen what amounts to two sentences joined together by et. May Almighty God have mercy upon you. May he lead you unto life eternal. Again, may Almighty God have mercy upon you. And may he lead you or bring you to life eternal. Now, in between the et and the perducate ad vitam eternam, there is a little paraphrase, what's called a passive paraphrastic. It's passive because the participle is a passive participle, the participle that will be used, dimisis, and it's a paraphrase that stands pretty much on its own. It adds some information, but it doesn't interfere with uh, the sentence that follows it. So what is this passive paraphrase that we're looking at? In English, we say, your sins having been forgiven. Your sins having been forgiven. There's the passive sense of that verb, forgiven. To forgive, that's the active. I forgive you. We can say, 
I am forgiven, or I have been forgiven, that's the passive. Here it's, we're talking about, in this case, the priest, the server is talking to the priest, and he says, your sins having been forgiven. So the having been forgiven in Latin is dimissis, dimissis. Your sins is peccatis tuis, peccatis tuis. Your sins having been forgiven, dimissis peccatis tuis. So the participle, the verbal participle, dimissis, precedes the noun, peccatis. Dimissis peccatis tuis. So again, in English, your sins having been forgiven. In Latin, dimissis peccatis tuis. In sum, then, there are two sentences, two verbs, miseriatur perducat. May Almighty God have mercy upon you, and may he lead you or bring you unto life eternal. Before we say that second sentence, we add this little passive paraphrase, your sins having been forgiven, dimissis peccatis tuis. So the whole thing reads, miseriatur tui omnipotens Deus, et dimissis peccatis tuis, perduca te ad vitam eternam. Amen. So once again, how do you say, may Almighty God have mercy upon you? Miseriatur tui omnipotens Deus. And how do you say, and your sins having been forgiven? Et dimissis peccatis tuis. May he bring you to life eternal. Perduca te ad vitam eternam. Notice in my inflection of the tuis, I say it in such a way as to give the impression that something else needs to be said in order to complete the thought. Indeed it is, because if I simply said, Miseriatu tui omnipotens Deus et dimissis peccatis tuis, dimissis peccatis tuis is independent. The et implies that there will be another verb corresponding to miseriatur. May Almighty God have mercy on you, and may he lead you to eternal life. So the passive paraphrase, or passive paraphrastic as it's called, should be said as a kind of uh, interruption, and that we want to not treat it as if it is on a par with the miseriatur tui or the perducate. It should not be, we should not say, miseriatur tui omnipotens Deus et dimissis peccatis tuis perducate ad vitam eternam. If we say it that way, we indicate that we don't really understand what we are saying. So rather, it should be said like this, miseriatur tui omnipotens Deus et dimissis peccatis tuis perducate ad vitam eternam. 
And thus the periphrastic nature of dimissis picatis tuis is expressed verbally. Now, the priest will say amen, and then the server goes on with the confitior. So let us start with this now. How do you say, I confess? Confitior. Notice this is I confess, not I will confess or I will praise. In Latin, the word for praise or confess is the same, confiteor. When it's the future, however, we say confitebor, I will confess, I will praise, confitebor. Here it is, I confess, confiteor. Many, many servers like to switch the accent of confitebor to the fi, confitebor, because they are confusing the future with the present. So be sure here to say confitior, and in the other places where the future is used, to say it properly, confitebor. All right. I confess, confitior. How do you say, I confess to God? Confitior Deo. How do you say, to Almighty God? Deo Omnipotenti. How do you say, I confess to Almighty God? Confitior Deo Omnipotenti. How do you say to Blessed Mary? Beate Marie. How do you say I confess to Blessed Mary? Confitior Beate Marie. How do you say always or ever? Semper. How do you say, ever virgin? Semper virgo. How do you say, to blessed Mary, ever virgin? Semper virgini. So notice here, I sort of introduced uh, simply the word for virgin when it's used as a subject. Virgo. We have a constellation called Virgo. Same word. But Virgo is declined such that when we get to the genitive, it would be Virginis. And then the dative, which is what we are using here, would be Virgini. So we go from Virgo, Virginis, Virgini. Put another way, the verb confiteor takes the dative case. In the prayers at the foot of the altar, notice how the translation could have gone, I will give praise to you, 
and that brings out the dative case of TB. Or we could have simply said, I will praise you. Of course, if we said that, the dative sense of TB would be lost in the English. So when we say, I will give praise, then the verb to give forces us to say to you. It takes what we would say in English, the indirect or an indirect object. In other words, something is being given to someone. I give praise to God. Here we are saying, I confess to God. And what's left unspoken is what we are confessing. So this is why we are using the what's called the dative case. Confitior Deo omnipotenti. Now, some things are masculine, others are feminine, and this will affect the endings of the adjectives and nouns that we are throwing into the dative case. That's why sometimes you'll find an O, sometimes an AE, sometimes an I, uh, sometimes an IS, when it's plural, and so forth. So for now, what's important is simply to remember that we are in the dative case and that when I say to you, okay, how do you say Almighty God? Just remember we're in the dative case and then you would say Deo Omnipotenti. The confitior is probably the hardest to memorize uh, but not necessarily the hardest to understand. As usual, we are focusing on understanding what we are saying, and by cultivating that understanding, uh, we will go a long way to memorizing what we are understanding. So once again, how do you say, I confess to God Omnipotent? Confitior Deo Omnipotenti. Now, this verb, confitior, is said just once, but it applies to all the other personages that follow Deo Omnipotenti. And so, for convenience sake, I will repeat confitior uh, when I say, for example, how do you say, I confess to Blessed Mary, ever virgin? And I want you to say, confitior beate Marie semper virgini. Understand, of course, that in actual practice, the confitior, the verb, is said but once, and at the very beginning. So once again, how do you say, I confess to Almighty God? Confitior Deo Omnipotenti. How do you say, I confess to Blessed Mary Ever Virgin? Confitior Beate Marie Semper Virgini. How do you say, I confess to Blessed Michael Archangel? Confitior Beato Michaeli Archangelo. Once again, how do you say, I confess 
to Blessed Michael Archangel. Confitior Beato Michaeli Archangelo. And one last time, how do you say, I confess to Blessed Michael Archangel? Confitior Beato Michaeli Archangelo. How do you say, I confess to Blessed John the Baptist? Confitior Beato Ioanni Baptiste. Again, how do you say, I confess to Blessed John the Baptist? Confitior Beato Ioanni Baptiste. And again, how do you say, I confess to Blessed John the Baptist? Confitior Beato Ioanni Baptiste. How do you say, I confess to the Holy Apostles? Confitior Sanctis Apostolis. Again, how do you say, I confess to the Holy Apostles? Confitior Sanctis Apostolis. Now, the Confitior wants us to be more precise. So, how do you say, I confess to the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul? Confitior Sanctis Apostolis Petro et Paolo. Again, how do you say, I confess to the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul? Confitior Sanctis Apostolis Petro et Paolo. How do you say, I confess to Almighty God? Confitior Deo Omnipotenti. How do you say, I confess to Blessed Michael Archangel? Confitior Beato Michaeli Archangelo. How do you say, I confess to Blessed Mary Ever Virgin? Confitior Beate Marie Semper Virgini. How do you say, I confess to Blessed Michael Archangel? Confitior Beato Michaeli Archangelo. Let's take a closer look at the Latin for the word Michael. We say with the dative case, Michaeli. Now, sometimes you should see what's called an umlaut, two dots above the E. This indicates or tells you to split, so to speak, the A and the E and to pronounce them each of them distinctly. So we'll have mi, ka, e, and then li, Michaeli. You can say that quickly, of course, Michaeli, Michaeli, but we shouldn't be saying Micheli. So once again, how do you say, I confess to blessed Michael Archangel? Confitior Beato Michaeli Archangelo. And how do you say, I confess 
to Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin. Confitior Beati Marie Semper Virgini. How do you say, I confess to all the saints? Confitior Omnibus Sanctis. Again, how do you say, I confess to all the saints? Confitior Omnibus Sanctis. Once again, how do you say, I confess to all the saints? Confitior Omnibus Sanctis. Now at this point, the priest would have said, et vobis fratres, because he's talking to, in the solemn mass, the deacon and the subdeacon. And since the low mass is derived from the solemn mass, the priest will say this, even if he has just one server. You can also say that the server, the one server, if there's just only one, represents the faithful. And so the priest always says the plural, et vobis, and you all, brethren, fratres, et vobis fratres. The server, on the other hand, or servers, are addressing just one person, the priest, the celebrant. And so they don't say, et vobis fratres, rather, they will say, et tibi pater, confitior tibi pater, I confess to you, Father, confitior et tibi pater, I confess also to you, Father. Now, how do you say, I confess to Almighty God. Confitior Deo Omnipotenti. How do you say, I confess to Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin? Confitior Beati Marie Semper Virgini. How do you say, I confess to Blessed Michael Archangel? Confitior Beato Michaeli Archangelo. How do you say, I confess to Blessed John the Baptist? Confitior Ioanni Baptiste. How do you say, I confess to the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul? Confitior Sanctis Apostolis Petro e Paolo. How do you say, I confess to all the saints? Confitior Omnibus Sanctis. How do you say, I confess to you, Father? Confitior tibi pater. Very good. Now notice the hierarchy that gives a certain logic to the way this confitior is structured. We begin first with Almighty God. We move next to the Blessed Mother. She who is uh, raised by grace above all other creatures, including angels. And so she is in the number two position. Then we move on to the person who represents all the angels, namely the Archangel Michael. And then we move to the greatest of the Old Testament characters, John the Baptist, the greatest of the prophets. And so he takes the number three position. Then we move to the New Testament, 
and we have the apostles Peter and Paul. Of course, these are named because of their connection to Rome. And we are, after all, celebrating here the Roman rite. So they are in the fourth position. So once again, in the first position, we have Almighty God. Second position, the Blessed Mother. Third position, him who represents the angels, Blessed Michael Archangel. Then we have someone from the Old Testament, John the Baptist. Then two from the New, Peter and Paul. And then finally, all the saints. And after that, you, Father, the priest, the celebrant himself. And so remember this hierarchy, so to speak, and that will make it easy for you to remember uh, how to say this first part of the Confitior. Now, what is it that we are going to confess? That's what comes next. Because I have sinned exceedingly, or simply that I have sinned exceedingly. So what is that in Latin? How do you say because? Quia. How do you say because I have sinned? Quia peccavi. How would you say because you have sinned? Quia peccavisti. Or simply quia peccasti. But here it's because I have sinned, quia peccavi. And so you can see how at the end of the verb, as usual, is indicated the tense and the person. V tells you it's past tense or perfect tense and that it is first person. You're talking about yourself because I have sinned, quia peccavi. When we say perfect tense, what we mean is that the action of the verb is complete. Quia peccavi, because I have sinned. End of text, end of action. Quia peccavi. Now, we have sinned exceedingly. How do we say exceedingly? Nemis. How do you say because I have sinned exceedingly. Quia peccavi nimis. Again, how do you say, because I have sinned exceedingly? Quia peccavi nimis. Now what follows are descriptives. We are going to find out how we have sinned exceedingly. So how do we say, in thought, cogitazione? How do you say, in word, verbo? And how do you say, in deed or in work, opere? How do you say, and in work? Et opere. 
How do you say, because I have sinned exceedingly in thought? Quia peccavinimis cogitatione. How do you say, because I have sinned exceedingly in word? Quia peccavinimis verbo. How do you say, because I have sinned exceedingly in deed? Quia peccavinimis opere. How do you say, because I have sinned exceedingly in thought and word? Quia peccavinimis cogitatione et verbo. How do you say, because I have sinned exceedingly in thought, word, and deed? Quia peccavinimis cogitatione verbo et opere. Now, since we have confessed to Almighty God and the Blessed Mother, etc., that we have sinned exceedingly in thought, word, and deed, now we want to express our contrition, our guilt. And so we say, My fault. How do you say, My fault in Latin? Mea culpa. Yes. This, of course, we say twice. Mea culpa, mea culpa. We repeat it. And then, to make sure that we have expressed our contrition sufficiently, the third time we say, my most grievous fault, my greatest fault, my maximal fault. And how do you say that? Mea maxima culpa. How do you say, my fault, my fault, my most grievous fault? Mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. And now we return to the characters that we mentioned before. The order is almost exactly the same. The exception is God himself. Before he was at the beginning, we were confessing to God and to everyone else. But now we are asking everyone else to pray for us to God. And so we first go through all these other people, and then we say at the very end, asking them to pray for me to the Lord our God. So let us begin with that first. How do you say to pray? Orare. How do you say to pray for me? Orare pro me. And how do you say to the Lord? Ad dominum. How do you say to the Lord God? Ad dominum deum. How do you say to the Lord our God? Ad dominum deum nostrum. Notice here the adjective, the possessive adjective 
our, nostrum, comes at the end in Latin. It follows deum, whereas in English, as usual, it precedes God. So in English, we say to pray for me to the Lord our God. In Latin, we say orare pro me ad dominum deum nostrum. Now, let us go back to the second half, the beginning of the second half of the Confitior. After we have expressed our guilt, we then say, therefore, I beseech Blessed Mary. How do you say, therefore, or wherefore? Ideo, ideo. How do you say, I beseech? Precor, precor. And what part of precor conveys the same information as the pronoun I? Or, that's right, the very last syllable, or. So how do you say, I beseech? Precor. How do you say, therefore, I beseech? Idio precor. How do you say, therefore, I beseech the blessed Mary ever virgin? Idio precor beatam Mariam semper virginem. And here, let us just point out, before we had virgini, that was dative, and I mentioned the nominative case of virgini, namely virgo. And then the genitive is virginis, dative virgini, and here's another case, virginem. I pray the Blessed Virgin Mary. Idio precor beata Mariam semper virginem. So before we heard virgini, now we are hearing virginem. What's the difference? Virgini is in the dative case. We said, I confess something, not stated, to the virgin. So we call this the dative case because we are giving something, in some sense, to someone. And that to someone is known as the indirect object. The direct object is that which is being given. So we talk about the direct object of a verb and the indirect object of a verb. And so with confiteor, we say, I confess something to God. Something is the direct object. To God, God, is the indirect object. So since the verb confitior extends throughout the first half of the confitior, then it means that every person here, Deo, Marie, Michaeli, Ioanni, Apostolis, Petro et Paolo, Sanctis, all of those and their accompanying adjectives 
will be in the dative case. Now, in the second half of the confitior, the operative verb is precor, but precor takes the takes a an explicit direct object. All of the same persons, Mariam, Virginem, Michaelem, etc., will be given in the accusative case because they function as direct objects. We are not giving anything to them. We are giving them something, namely uh, the action of beseeching. I beseech them, we might say in English. So, now as you might have guessed, the accusative case, the direct object case, we could say, is expressed differently from the dative case. So, as an example, in the first half of the confitior, we said virgini, to the virgin. This is now going to be virginem, I beseech the virgin, precor virginem. And so you can see how the I is removed and is replaced with an EM. And this just indicates very nicely that we've, we are dealing with now the word Virgo in its accusative case form. So, once again, how do you say, therefore I beseech Blessed Mary? Idio precor beatam Mariam. How do you say, therefore I beseech Blessed Mary, ever virgin? Idio precor beatam Mariam semper virginem. How do you say, I beseech Blessed Michael, Archangel? Precor beatum Michaelem Archangelum. Again, precor beatum Michaelem Archangelum. How do you say, I beseech blessed John the Baptist? Precor beatum Ioannem Baptistam. How do you say, I beseech the holy apostles? Precor Santos Apostolos. How do you say, I beseech Peter and Paul? Precor Petrum et Paulum. How do you say, I beseech the holy apostles Peter and Paul? Precor Santos Apostolos Petrum et Paulum. How do you say, I beseech all the saints? Precor omnes sanctos. How do you say, I beseech you, Father? Precor te, Pater. So how do you say, I beseech Blessed Mary, ever virgin? Precor beata Mariam semper virginem.
How do you say, I beseech John the Baptist? Precor beatum Ioannem Baptistam. How do you say, I beseech all the saints? Precor omnes sanctos. How do you say, I beseech blessed Michael the Archangel? Precor beatum Michaelem Archangelum. How do you say, I confess to Almighty God? Confitior Deo Omnipotenti. How do you say, to pray for me to the Lord our God? Orare pro me ad Dominum Deum Nostrum. How do you say, I confess to Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin. Confitior Beate Mariae Semper Virgini. How do you say, I beseech Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin. Precor Beata Mariam Semper Virginem. How do you say, I confess to Blessed Michael Archangel. Confitior Beato Michaeli Archangelo. How do you say, I beseech Blessed Michael Archangel? Precor Beato Michaelem Archangelum. How do you say, I confess to Blessed John the Baptist? Confitior Beato Ioanni Baptiste. How do you say, I beseech Blessed John the Baptist? Precor Beatum Ioannem Baptistam. How do you say, I confess to the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul? Confitior Sanctis Apostolis Petro et Paolo. How do you say, I beseech the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul? Precor, Santos Apostolos Petrum et Paulum. How do you say, I beseech all the saints? Precor omnes santos. How do you say, I confess to all the saints? Confitior omnibus sanctis. How do you say, I confess to you, Father? Confitior tibi pater. How do you say, I beseech you, Father? Precor te pater. How do you say, I confess to Almighty God, Blessed Mary Ever Virgin, Blessed Michael Archangel, Blessed John the Baptist, the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul, all the saints, and you, Father? Confitior Deo Omnipotenti, Beati Maria Semper Virgini, Beato Michaeli Arcangelo, Beati Ioanni Baptiste, Sanctis Apostolis Petro e Paolo, Omnibus Sanctis et Tibi Pater. How do you say, Therefore I beseech Blessed Mary Ever Virgin, Blessed Michael Archangel, Blessed John the Baptist, the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul, all the saints, and you, Father.
Idio precor beata Mariam semper virginem, beatum Michaelem Archangelum, beatum Ioannem Baptistam, sanctos apostolos Petrum et Paulum, omnes sanctos et te pater. So now try to recite for yourself the Confitior, and if you find yourself stumbling, uh, that's okay. Just try it again, perhaps listen to this recording again, and eventually you will find yourself saying this Confitior uh, intelligibly and with understanding. Now the following two lines of the priest have the same response, namely, Amen. The first line, this is what immediately follows the Confitior of the server, is the priest's own miseriatu tui. He says exactly the same thing as the server, only he says miseriatur vestri, because he's talking to uh, more than one, or at least to one person who represents more than one person. So the priest will say, Miseriatur vestri omnipotens Deus, et dimissis peccatis vestris, perducat vos ad vitam eternam. So tui is replaced with vestri, tuis with vestris, te with vos. But it means the same thing in English, because we don't distinguish between the second person singular and the second person plural. We simply use the same word, you. This is followed by the priest saying, Indulgentiam absolutionem et remissionem peccatorum nostrorum triboat nobis omnipotens et misericos dominus. So this means, may the omnipotent and merciful Lord grant to us pardon, absolution, and remission of our sins. But now let's see how these words uh, are actually expressed in Latin. How do you say, in Latin, may he grant tribuat? Now, just so that you know, how would you say, he grants tribuit? Again, how do you say, he grants tribuit? How do you say, may he grant tribuat? Again, how do you say, may he grant tribuat? So the A of tribuat indicates this subjunctive, this sense of desire or wish. Tribuat, may he grant. The T at the end indicates the third person, singular. Tribuat, may he, is all packed into those last two letters, at. Now, how do we say, may he grant to us, tribuat nobis? Again, how do you say, May he grant to us tribuat nobis. How do you say Lord Dominus? How do you say the Lord be with you? 
Dominus vobiscum, or Dominus tecum. How do you say simply, Lord, or the Lord? Dominus. How do you say, the merciful Lord? Misericors Dominus. How do you say, the Almighty and Merciful Lord? Omnipotence et Misericors Dominus. How do you say, the Lord grants to us? Dominus tribuit nobis. How do you say, may the Lord grant to us? Tribuat nobis Dominus. Or, Dominus tribuat nobis. Again, how do you say, the Lord grants to us? Dominus tribuit nobis. How do you say, may the Almighty and Merciful Lord grant to us? Omnipotence et misericos Dominus tribuat nobis. How do you say, may the Lord grant to us pardon? Dominus tribuat nobis indulgentiam. How do you say, may the Lord grant to us pardon and absolution? Tribuat nobis Dominus indulgentiam et absolutionem. How do you say, the Lord grant to us pardon and absolution? Dominus tribuit nobis indulgentiam et absolutionem. How do you say, may the Lord grant to us pardon Tribuat nobis Dominus, indulgentiam et absolutionem. You could have said, of course, Dominus tribuat nobis, indulgentiam et absolutionem. How do you say, the Lord grants to us pardon, absolution, and remission? Dominus tribuit nobis, indulgentiam, absolutionem, et remissionem. How do you say, the Lord grants to us remission of sins? Dominus tribuit nobis, remissionem peccatorum. How do you say, the Lord grants to us remission of our sins. Dominus tribuit remissionem peccatorum nostrorum. How do you say, may the Lord grant to us remission of our sins? 
Dominus tribuat remissionem peccatorum nostrorum. How do you say, May the merciful Lord grant to us absolution and remission of our sins? Misericos Dominus tribuat nobis absolutionem et remissionem peccatorum nostrorum. How do you say, May the omnipotent and merciful Lord grant to us pardon, absolution, and remission of our sins? Omnipotens et misericos dominus tribuat nobis indulgentiam absolutionem et remissionem peccatorum nostrorum. Very good. Now, as you can see, if you are reading along in the text, the subject of this sentence, Dominus, does not come at the beginning. It comes at the very end of the sentence. As English speakers, we're not used to this. We always put the subject at the beginning of the sentence. We would say, May the Almighty and Merciful Lord grant us pardon, absolution, and remission of our sins. And so we always have the st structure of subject, verb, object. In Latin, in this particular sentence, we have the direct objects first, then we have the verb, then we have the indirect object, that would be nobis, followed finally by the subject and its adjectives. So, let's now focus on that structure. How do you say, May the Almighty and Merciful Lord grant to us pardon, absolution, and remission of our sins, as found in the text? Indulgentiam absolutionem et remissionem peccatorum nostrorum, tribuat nobis omnipotens et misericos dominus. Very good. And the response to that is Amen. We will pick up the final lines of the prayers at the foot of the altar in the next part. Until next time, may God bless you.